Hey, welcome back to the Inappropriate Feedback Podcast. My name is Bobby B. I'm your host. Uh, Today, I'm going to be meeting up with an old friend. Uh, His name's Dave, and he is really into ghost hunting now. And I thought it was really interesting. I caught him on Facebook. That's what he does now. He does a live stream uh, with a group called Jot Nick's Paranormal. This is a group that he's a part of. uh, And what they do primarily is they give guided tours at Boobies Brewery in Mount Joy, Pennsylvania. So they take you from room to room. They give you all the ghost hunting gear, uh, and they hope to have you uh, experience some of the paranormal activity that Booby's Brewery offers. We also go over some other places he's been. Uh, He's really just an avid uh, ghost enthusiast. So you'll see that on the interview. So hope you guys enjoy. Dave. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on, dude? Nothing. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate you having me. Dave, the ghost hunter. We're going to talk ghosts. Ghost shit. Ghost shit. Ghost shit. I've been into it since we were kids. So I knew you in high school. We were in the band together. You went your way. I went my way. You did military, all that fun stuff. And I caught you on Facebook doing ghost hunting. Absolutely. Yes. And I thought. Perfect. I want to interview Dave and understand ghost shit. So you've been into it since we've been kids. Since we've been kids, yeah. Uh, you know, the hooded graves out by Knobles. Oh, yeah. Um, that was probably one of the first spots. We had some spots over by the cabin in uh, by Bloomsburg. Yeah. And I, I believe that my house that I grew up in was haunted. Was, so. so those hooded graves, I remember those. So we used to call them the werewolf cages. Yep. So there's like a lot of different names for them. So they're right outside Catawissa. Yeah, it's right outside Catawissa. The road where the road coming down from Southern meets 487. Mm -hmm. That and you have the house on the left hand side. It Mm -hmm. looks like their driveway goes up, Mm -hmm. but that's an actual country road. You go up that that and it's at the top of the hill. It's actually the first Zion Cemetery in the United States, like the Zion Church. Okay, and that's their first cemetery. We ran into the uh, we went ran into the farmer the one day. Because I went there in the middle of the day with my ex to show him to her. And uh, the farmer came out and spoke to us. Because when we were kids, we were, you know, running around up there at midnight mm-hmm. you know, looking at them. And uh, He was excited that somebody actually came up in the middle of the day. And, <laughs> and he could talk about he it. He could talk about them, yeah. Yeah, so it's a it's a gravestone. And then there's a cage on top of where the body's buried. Yes, a And when cage. we were kids, the, the rumor was they thought they were going to come back alive werewolves what have you that's what we're calling the werewolf cages and that they couldn't come up because the cage was there but then i heard an alternate story of grave robbing yes so what did he say there's there's two uh, he gave both stories Ah. he's like if you want the supernatural story that that everybody (laughs) believes and that's the one where uh the kids were playing in the backyard the Mm -hmm. little boy got called away uh, into the wood line and they found him dead they thought he was mauled by a a wolf so Mm -hmm. they went out hunting wolves Mm -hmm. and which doesn't really make sense because the wolf population here on this side of the Mississippi wasn't real big until they started building bridges across the Mississippi. Okay. Um, and that he disappeared. They found him. He was uh, found him dead. Yeah. And they were they were out hunting wolves. And then the mom kind of went off the rails and kept a uh, close eye on the daughter. And then she said she was in the kitchen, heard her son calling the daughter into the wood line daughter disappeared she got mauled again same thing and one night there was a farmer that was gonna defend his livestock so he was out with like his shotgun and he said he saw a little boy and a little girl come out of the wood line and take out one of his calves and then they dug them up and found fresh blood and that's when they put the oh man around them. Uh, and it stopped but <laughs> uh he said the, the more realistic story of, of those yeah. uh, was for grave robbing. For they grave were, robbing, yeah. They were relatively wealthy people, and they buried with you, know, you were buried with some of your belongings and keep the grave robbers out. So, yeah, the two stories are. I never heard the whole story of why it was a werewolf cage, but that's interesting to hear his perception of it or what he's been passed down to tell people. But um, so you've been into it. Uh, so how does this happen? So you're plugged in with a group that uses all that equipment. Yes. They go into, because you have the Boobs Brewery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing the shirt, shirt on. Yeah. And that's supposed to be a haunted brewery. That's our home base, actually. Oh. Yep. Uh, How, what's home base? What does that so mean? So, uh, my group is called Jotnex Paranormal. Uh, it's 
founders are Missy and Jerry Keller. They're from Lancaster County. And uh, they are the resident paranormal group for Boobs Brewery. So every other weekend, like we have one this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, just about every other weekend, we have one this weekend, and then we have another one in two weeks. We have public investigations where it's like $35 a head. You can come and you can investigate, and we have the whole you know range of, of uh, instruments there. And so wait, they borrow your instruments? Yeah, we provide the instruments and the the. So they're paying thirty five dollars for like an actual. It's like entertainment. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fun entertainment. Yep. yep. Wow. It, it's uh, an actual investigation. Uh, we do three different spots in the brewery. Uh, we start out. Have you ever been to Boobs? Uh, once we did the caves, the caverns, oh, the, ca- the catacombs, the catacombs. Yeah. Okay, so uh, there's a lot of history down in those catacombs. They uh, there's there's two levels, and there's actually a third level down below, like the the town of. Mount Joy and Elizabethtown and like those towns out there are all undercut by a uh, like a natural and reinforced man-made uh, cavern system. Okay. And it was used bootlegging, moving backwards, used used bootlegging and used um, for. There are a lot of people that think that, and it's being trying to be proven now that the Underground Railroad utilized ah. those caverns because if you think of the geography from. Uh, like the Susquehanna. So if you're a slave escaping north yeah. and you're being followed on the Susquehanna, you can escape into those tunnels okay. and, you know, uh, get away. Because and you've they, been down there? I haven't been down into the tunnels tunnels because they're incredibly unsafe. Now, there are entrances to these tunnels here and there throughout. You know, like if, you, the, if, if you looked into it, you would find entrances. There's an entrance, in, you know, uh, from what I hear in the park across the street. From, really? Yeah. So you can get into Boobs Brewery from other ways? Well, kind of, yeah. You really wanted to? Yeah. The, well, the, the tunnel directly under Boobs is collapsed on one end, so it doesn't Boobs. really go anywhere. Yeah. But uh, like I said, it's incredibly unstable and unsafe. But uh, so we do three levels of investigations. Uh, down on, in the catacombs is one. That, so we do the catacombs where they have the, the wall with all the candles. And then there's the vat room, which is this like one level up. Like right before. I've been there. Is that with the big? With the big barrels. Bats. Yeah. yeah, the big barrels where they used to, uh, you know, what, when they give you the tour, the guy got a half day's pay or he got a full day's pay to work a half day because yeah. he went in to clean it and he got drunk yep. from the fumes and they'd send him home. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> actually, that that's not the the barrel, the vat room I'm talking about. The one, you're talking, one? those are the ones that like they used to hire the kids to crawl yeah, into. Yeah, apparently little kids the, used to go in to clean them and yeah. they'd get drunk while they were in there. Right. No, down in, if you go down into the catacombs, you have the third floor down, or like the real, the 43 feet down, the deepest part, and then you have a set of stairs up, and there's another set with actual barrels where they would turn the beer. You know, mm-hmm. if you, we grew up near Pottsville, so we heard about Dick Yingling in the brewery for our entire lives. Yes. You turn the beer, and uh, that's what the, the upper part does, and, or is. And then we do the uh, Grand ho- in the Grand Hotel. So we're on the hotel side. We're not in the, bar, at the brew house side. So then we're in the Grand Hotel, so we're in the, the Alois Bar uh, in the central hotel and then the room where Alois died. Alois is the father of the, of the booby family. And then that's the first floor portion. And then the second floor is in the ball. What's now the ballroom. And that used to be the family living quarters. And that's where you tend to run into Alois or, uh, two of the daughters, Ani and Tekla. They, they died in their forties, but they present there as a, as like 10 to 12 year old girls. It's really incredibly interesting. And it's, it's, it can be very active, uh, but the nature of doing what we do is it doesn't always, you don't always get some. So a yeah. lot of it's, you know, sitting in the dark talking to yourself. <laughs> so so is there times of the year, times of the day that you've seen more activity in boobs brewery more than not, or is it just random? It's just random. Uh, anytime, any place like this, uh, like that you go to, um, it doesn't, the, the paranormal stuff doesn't really have a a clock. Yeah, you know, it, it just happens when it happens. Full moons or right. Jupiter know. in retrograde or Halloween doesn't matter, huh? Well, it 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 can and it can. It it, it all depends on what you believe. Like I'm sure. I'm more the pragmatist. You know, retired from the army. I was an intelligence analyst. So if I really can't see it, touch it, feel it, hear it, I have a hard time with it. And uh, so, like, when we go to some of the famously haunted places that we've been, um, you know, some of them are, are kind of a letdown for the experiences that we've had there. Do you have to, so when you guys uh, go as a group, um, do you have to pay to go to these places to do it, or does it vary? We pay. It's, um, like, we just went to, we did two, 
in this this spring, uh, we did St. Albans Sanitarium in Radford, Virginia, uh, and that was that was expensive. I don't remember what how much it was for the group, but I know when we went to the West Virginia State Penitentiary um, at the beginning of June that that was like fifteen hundred or two thousand dollars for the night for the group for the group. And you get so you always go at night. It sounds like yeah, night is like. So there's never activity during the day that you found. That's not really a great time to go. The ambiance, I guess, doesn't match. The ambiance isn't there, but I mean, it's not a, uh, it's not really a daytime nighttime thing. We just, you just don't have the opportunity to go during the day for a lot of these places because, like St. Albans, doubles as a. It's it's something with a hospital, mm -hmm. and then uh, the West Virginia State Penitentiary is a training area for, pri state prison guards for mm -hmm. the state of West Virginia. Mm -hmm. So getting in there during the day, they also have daylight tours that they give to where, you know, they're making money from everybody else coming in and getting the history tours, et cetera. So you said St. Augustine, it's called. St. Albans, A-L-B-A-N-S. St. Albans. So take a while to open up. But um, so these places dubbed during the day, they, they have an active mm -hmm. whatever, people use them for whatever. And then at nighttime, they rent them out to groups to go right. and do this stuff. Now, you guys record your your whole thing like are you recording this on video we or rec we record parts it, it's not worth recording we do a lot of voice recording not a whole lot of video recording um we'll do live streams from there like we did a live stream from st albans on mm -hmm. our group on our group page and we got some good activity on the um on a piece of equipment called the sls so you know what a um uh you know what an xbox connect is right yeah the, yeah so it throws i've seen this does this work like stick figure show yeah. up yeah, exactly. What, what is this thing called? It's called an SLS. I don't know what it, what what the what what the SLS stands for, but yeah, um, it's not saying it's not the one in Washington. It's the one in Radford, Virginia. Uh, okay. Um, let's see, Radford, Virginia. Yeah, um, so what is this thing? Tell me about this. Like uh, this, what are you uh, SLS? SLS. Yeah, is this fairly new? I've seen that like no. kind of show up. Well, I mean, it's. Uh, it was very big in one of the paranormal activity. There it is, right there. Oh, okay. Uh, it's very big. Ooh, that's old. It's not that yeah. big. It looks like well, maybe it, an old schoolhouse. Well, it's three buildings. If you look at this picture. Oh, over here. gotcha. Yeah. There you go. So it's like a kind of a, a campus of three. Yeah, and buildings it was, on it. It was. Uh, it's it's kind sanatorium. of a maze. A sanatorium is some with dead people. No, it's uh, uh, in uh, mental illness. Oh, I just remember the Metallica song. Yeah. Well, the San sanitarium is, that, that's for crazy, you know, they were talking about for being nutties. crazy. Yeah. So this is for... Well, crazy houses are notorious for yeah. ghosts. So you have Byberry out in Philly. Yep. That's like a hot spot. Yep. This, why is that? Because of how much pain and suffering and... and you know, well, the old school ways of treating of it were treating horrible. It. Yeah. Lobotomies and well, electroshock therapy. And here in... Um, and this this actually ties into the SLS question that you had or uh, that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. So we had, we were down in one of the uh, we went down to the morgue. There was a group of us that went down to the morgue, mm -hmm. and we were sitting there and we were trying to get uh, any kind of activity. We were getting a, a lot. They have of a morgue in yeah, a mental have, hospital. Yeah. Um, they had. Uh, we were trying to get some activities, uh, some activity. And we kept getting some great activity in the first level where we had the actual morgue and some of the isolation rooms. So like mm -hmm. some of the padded rooms with just the one little window. The one little two. window, yeah. So they can't throw their poop through it. Right. And <laughs> we had, uh, we went down one level into, there was a treatment area below us that had isolation rooms. It had hydrotherapy chambers, which was bathtubs. So when the water therapy. and Water therapy for people who are... Yeah, insane or, or crazy, and they, you know, if you believe the the rumors of, of the, kind of the abuse and, and the treatment that yeah. was, was given, you know, right. they would either, you know, scalding hot water, freezing cold Oh, water, my God, really? Dunk them, you know, so on and so forth. So when we so walked... It was just a play on pain. They were trying to short-circuit the nervous system somehow and... Potentially, yes. Like or electroshock just, therapy, like all this. Yeah. Wow. The, well, the treatment of the treatment of the mentally ill back in those days was just inhumane. You know, it, it's so many people packed into such a small place, and yeah, um, you know, just trying to kind of keep them in their you know in their mind to try to keep them in line. They would punish them. If the women talked like back, this. they went there. Yeah. Back then. Oh, back then, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but the uh, there was a, a hydrotherapy tub that was still completely there. Uh, and so I jumped in. Oh, Jesus. I was like, Dave. okay, this is where I'm going to investigate <laughs> from here. And Are you uh, the comic relief of the group? I Well, yeah, a, a little bit. <laughs> and I'm also the guy that... Uh, if you, if they have a dark hole and need somebody to go sit in, it's yeah. me. That oh, okay. And my the like, brave the, guy. Yeah, the well, the boss is like he's the brave one. I'm like I honestly think that you mistake a genuine disregard for my own well being <laughs> for bravery. But I mean, there's a thin line between brave and stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I jumped in the tub and we had a flashlight set up and a cat ball. You know, it's like a light up cat ball. That okay. The cat would bat across the floor that acts on, uh, you know, somebody touching it. Yeah. So I had one on one chair, one and a flashlight on the other. And as soon as I jumped into the tub, both of them went off with nobody around. Them. Like turned on. Like turned, yeah. Both Wait, them, a flashlight turned on? Flashlight turned on. Flashlight's my favorite piece of equipment. It just turns on. It just turns on. You just, it's a mag light. So it's just like you turn. It's a normal mag light. It's normal. I was going to bring mine with me. I should have. Yeah. Um, but it's just like a normal small mag light. And you just turn it to where the, uh, it, it barely makes the connection. It's not making the connection. Okay. So like if it just, if, if it's touched a little bit, it'll turn on. Okay. And, you know, you can make the argument that it's just the random, you know, touching of, of, you know, the connection being made, but it becomes a lot harder to debunk when it, um, when you're getting answers to questions. Hey, oh, is there anybody boy. here? Is there anybody here with us? And it'll it flicker on. or it just comes on strong <laughs> or, um, you know, I've had them at, at boobs. We've, I, we've had them pushed off the table with nobody around, um, I've had uh, there, there's another uh, another instance where uh, it got pushed off the table because they they had asked you know is there somebody that you don't absolutely don't want here don't like don't want here and it got pushed off the table in Points front of you. four witnesses <laughs> it hit the ground spun, was spinning from hitting the ground from the table and ended up pointed at me and then the light came on <laughs> and I'm so like, you okay. stuck you stuck around. Yeah, I stuck around because it was it was it was Alois, the the father that that we were communicating with that night, yeah. and uh, he and I don't particularly get along because he was very harsh with his girls, and I'm very I, I've I've grown very protective of of the girls because they they present as as young girls there. So, um, but back to St. Albans, so you weren't welcome, huh? No, no, yeah. he he doesn't he doesn't particularly care for me, and uh, uh, he can get in line with a whole bunch of other people, but. Uh, <laughs> We, I got into the tub. And Is that was, one of the tubs? Yeah, right there. That green, one, right? It looks yep. like a green tub. Yep. So if you look at that, you would have come in, like the doors from is where we're looking from. Yeah. So I'm laying in the tub. There's Ew, you shit. laid in that tub? It's yeah. all gross. Yeah, it was nasty. And it was like 30 degrees. The plumbing still work? Can I turn that I don't. I don't know if the plumbing worked. <laughs> but there were chairs in either corner, and that's where I had the cat ball in that corner and yeah. the flashlight in that corner. Yeah. And then the rest of the group was outside the room, and they had the SLS on me. So you would only oh, okay. be able to see the, the top of my Is head. Is that like on a tripod or? No, it's handheld. Kind of, oh, it's, it's, it's con- big. Well, it's, it's like an it's iPad? Connected. It's the, um, it's the, the Xbox Connect, you know, the thing that you would have yep. on the top of your TV. And it's wired to an iPad. Ah. And so we have like a little rig. So this is legit the Xbox yeah. Connect. Yeah. So I could probably sell mine online. Someone would buy it for this kind Probably of for something like that, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, now and, what showed up with that? Well, you could just see like the, the crown of my head mm-hmm. uh, over the top of the tub. So I wasn't like, you couldn't see me. Yeah. You were deep in it, but it was, down, it was weird because I was laying there and if you ever laid like on a hot summer day and you had like a window unit air conditioner blowing over you, like mm-hmm. it's not, you could feel the cool air about eight inches above you, but not yeah. on you. Yeah. That's exactly what I was feeling. Ooh. And it was just, it was the weirdest thing. And I kept asking, I'm like, Hey, is anybody recording this? Is anybody? Yeah, yeah, we got this. So they're asking questions. And they're like, okay. And they had a spirit box, which is um, a mechanism that, that is rigged up to where it scans frequencies and voices come through and so on. Yeah, and so I've forth. seen these things, yeah. Um, so It's like a radio that's trying to get tuned. Right. And all of a sudden it'll tune in and then tune out. Right. And it'll say like a word. Yep. And uh, so I'm laying in the tub and they're asking, you like, okay, uh, you know, are you in there with David? And then all of a sudden the other three guys that I was with and one young lady that I was with, like, oh my God, you know, I'm like, what, what? They're like, wait, where do you see this? Where do you see this? Apparently what happened is a full stick figure ah. appeared behind me <laughs> okay. out of nowhere and its hands were on my hand. Oh my God. And so they start asking, you know, hey, are you washing David's hair? And through the spirit box, uh, the word bald. <laughs> and of course, you know. Well, I'll like, tell the viewers at home, I'm looking at... <laughs> Exactly what the spirit said. Yep. Yeah. I, I have a, a, a severe lack of hair these days. Yeah. And 
Looks uh, good. You look good, Dave. I, I appreciate it. The uh, I started, but before I decided to shave it, I, I started looking like Homer Simpson. I had mm. like three long hairs that I was trying to comb uh, over. I finally just held in there. Yeah. yeah. But like it stood there for a good, you know, five or 10 minutes. And we have videos of this on our um, on our Facebook page, on the Jot Nicks Paranormal Facebook page. And what is uh, it called? Jot Nicks. J O T T dash N Y X. And people just join that Facebook group. You can just and... join the Facebook group. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Okay. And, uh, the I got to join it now. That that went on for a, a good while, and they, there was some communications, but uh, you know that was probably the most active place that I've been. We've been to three different places as a group now. Mm-hmm. We we just recently did a residential here in uh, Marietta this past week, and uh, do people contact your group like come yeah. to our place? Yeah, or that, that, well, that was the residential. We do residentials uh, if you're having a problem, like uh, oh, you go like Ghostbusters, yeah. If you're going, well, like we're not going trapping ghosts and stuff like that, but but you go just we'll confirm go, that, yeah. Oh yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, if there's if there's, <laughs> there's something going on, fucked. you know, uh, here and there. So there's good ghosts and bad ghosts, right? There's ones that are pains in the asses and torment, yep. and then there's ones that bother no one. Right. Well, you have different kinds of hauntings. You have intelligent hauntings and uh, residual hauntings are called. And the residual is like a skip on a record. It's just something that happens over and over again. So mm-hmm. like uh, there, there's a place in England where they have the brown lady where she's just seen walking across this uh, balcony all the time. Mm. And uh, it over and over. And that's just kind of like in my mind, what I believe is that's a, uh, uh, that's a, or up the stairs, that's right. Just going uh, up to st- 1936, yeah. the brown lady. Yeah, it's a it's very famous. Wait, that was a picture someone took yeah. of yep. it. What? Yeah, it's like the uh, uh, I call it the brown lady. She looks white to me. Why? Uh, well, we we have we're we're only dealing with the black and white picture there. Yeah, too. But it's like the uh, the, the the Amityville photo yeah. of uh, the little boy. Yeah, poking his head out. Freaky. Um, and when are you guys gonna go there? I've been to the Amityville house. Really? Uh, when I was a senior Is in college. Is that Connecticut? No, it's in New York. It's in oh. uh, Long Island. I mm-hmm. think. Long Island, Staten Island. I'm not clear about the, the boroughs. I mean, it's legit. There's a bunch of people that moved in moved out. They were like, can't do it. The, the people that I spoke to at that point had no... They took me through the house. They let me walk through the house. And, Did uh, you just show up and knock on the I just showed door? up and knocked on the door. Middle of the afternoon. Because it's always nice when, you, like, when there's a residential place that's haunted. Yeah. If you go and approach them like they're human beings and be like, hey... You know, uh, this guy, you know, in, in this case, in Amityville, I went and uh, I asked them, hey, I'm doing a paper on your house. You know, yeah. do you mind if I look around the backyard? And the guy was like, you know, come on in. You know, wow. you want to take a look around? You want to see the red room? I was like, yeah, I, of course. Are you are you certain? He's like, yeah, because it's not midnight and you're mm-hmm. not crawling over my back fence. Yeah. You know. I bet you a lot of people do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because they assume that they have to sneak in. Yeah. So, I Amityville, like for me, Amityville was, was kind of unimpressive, but it was my first brush with the Warrens. Uh, well, what's the, the deal with the Red Room? I don't know anything about the Red Room. What is it? The Red Room is under the sta- or it was under the stairs. If you remember in the movie where it's he's been running up, there's the picture on, on that left-hand side. Yeah, of the, the little boy. Yeah. Oof. But the, the Red Room was under the, the stairs that they thought was like the... Um, the focal point of all of everything, where everything mm. was coming from. Okay, all the activity was coming yeah. from there. So, yeah. but that that wow. was my first run in with a with a uh, one of the investigations of the Warrens. Yeah, and uh, I got to I got to know Ed and Lorraine throughout the last. You know, they're both past now, but Ed and uh, Lorraine are Warrens. They like, live there. No, they didn't live there. They lived in they lived in Connecticut. They live in Connecticut. They live in Connecticut. Yeah, um, and that's where like I. Uh, their museum is in, was in their house, yeah. and uh, I actually I went and I saw the uh, the the Annabelle doll, the real Annabelle doll. Oh my god! And uh, it's not as creepy as you <laughs> you would expect. Um, James Wan, the director of of uh, the Conjuring, he uh, has a thing for creepy dolls. Annabelle is actually just like a three foot tall um, Raggedy Ann doll. Oh, okay. You'll, I'm certain you'll see. It. There it is, right there. Oh, so the the rendition of it in the movie versus right what it really is. That's just a raggedy end doll. That's yeah. just raggedy end doll, yeah. Oh, everybody had one of those. Yeah. I remember those growing up. Wow, okay. So have you taken somebody on one of these 
ghost hunts that was totally, I don't believe it, but I'll go. And then was a little freaked out or. We've had it happen at the brewery where we've had skeptical people. Sure. Find out that it will be surprised with what was happening. Yeah. I can't explain how you're getting call and answer from that flashlight because it's a mag light. I can't stand across the room with something in my pocket and turn it on and off, like some of the higher end equipment. So they were calling like shenanigans, like someone's turned that on and off. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Like, so they were witnessing what was happening, but Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, you're using tricks. So they think you're in on it. Right. Yeah. Because it's boobs and trying to get money for people to go in there. and Right. And that's one thing that our group absolutely does not do is is we won't, you'll get fired from our group in a heartbeat. Um for of course faking something god you know? if that would ever come out it would ruin yeah it would be terrible everything that you guys are trying to build yeah and it's you you already fight against you know the people who don't believe it or yeah. uh we actually uh we actually went and saw the exorcist for the diocese of harrisburg um speak this Wait, past october say it again you went and saw the, exor- the Diocese of Harrisburg. They have an exorcist? Has an exorcist on staff. Okay. And he spoke this past fall, and we went to see him. And I... Where at? Uh, down at the uh, at the chapel on post in Carlisle. And uh, we got the... We got an audience with him for 30 minutes. Like, I wanted to talk to him. And... Um, it was not what I expected. I expected kind of a, um, not not a mentor-ish type deal, but more of a, I was hoping maybe for, hey, if you get into something where you're actually dealing with a demon and something that, you know, you don't know. Giving you here's, advice? Here's a, a here's a 911 number to call. He's a ghost specialist? And he was absolutely not that he was the crotchety old man get out of (laughs) get out of my get out of my backyard really you don't know what you're doing um so he looked at you guys as like you're you have no idea you're going down the wrong path this is not yeah he because he doesn't believe in ghosts or no he believes in it he he deals with demons like he deals with like the bad stuff okay and the stories that he had to tell were incredible Mm. but he doesn't think highly at all of uh, of ghost hunting groups, or, or not ghost hunting groups, but of paranormal investigator groups. Mm-hmm. Or when it comes to, there, there's a difference between ghost hunting and paranormal investigation. Like I, I'm out trying to find stuff and have scientific, as, as pseudo scientific as we get mm. evidence of what I'm experiencing. Is this him? Yeah, that's oh, he's what, got that's a beard. Pull, he looks like a. There, there he is speaking. I mean. He's got the look. Yeah, he does. He looks like he's going to go down to Middle Earth, though. Yeah, yeah, he did look. He he's did got have a dwarf a Gandalf. Yeah, or Gandalf kind of look. He he could be the dwarf, or he could be Gandalf. All right, and this is he's doing some interviews here. Yeah, he's like, going. He's breaking code with that beard. All these priests don't have beards. He's oh. like, oh, he, he pretty much gets. He's like he the uh, special forces yeah. of the priesthood. Yeah. So he's got the beard and uh, like the rugged look. Yep. He's probably covered in tats of demons. You would think. <laughs> wow okay so you went and you, you tried to ask him questions and he's just miserable he was, looks he like was, he has no sense of humor by the way he was just looks like he eats crackers and water all day yeah he was just almost personally attacking uh, oh the, the the belief systems like he was okay with me because even as a lapsed catholic sure. i was at least baptized okay you know so and you're accepted but like you can ask two questions yeah our our group leader uh she's pagan and a medium and like he had all kinds of problems with like she does reiki and, and, and sure. stuff like that and like he stood up there during his speech and talked about how reiki was de- everything with him was either a demon or not a pagan there was no there was no middle ground there was no lost soul there was just you're either a demon or it's not oh wow and uh you know i, I don't want to i don't have a problem with a contradictory point of view of my own just as important to understand those as it is to to those that support your point of view but you know he was just on one and it like to the point where like the the, the powers that be apologized to us when he went the next wow. day because he well, you guys were excited your fans yeah, you're yeah. like look like we want to talk shop and yeah. that is it's like meeting one of your heroes and then yeah 
finding out they're a child molester or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. Oh man, that's awful. Yeah. But he he actually he works in the Harrisburg diocese and uh, they they have issues. That's like a from time to time. With they, they call him in. Yep. If he, well, he's the big gun. And, How do you uh, get that position? I have no idea. He had to have like an interest or something, or maybe he was just the first to do it. I, gosh, I, I wish like I knew the because janitor I apply. priests they send him in. And it was, she's puking spit pleat pieces in there. <laughs> <laughs> Go clean it up. And we he had, healed her. Um, my, I, I actually you want know, to talk about. It. I said I'd, I'd, uh, I'd apply for that job. Getting the the position I have now with the group that I have now. Yeah. It you know it was just happenstance. It was after COVID. And I was bored. I, like, I don't have a family. didn't have a family anymore because my ex and the kids had left. And yeah. uh, I was like, what am I going to do with all my time? And I was on Facebook. And for whatever reason, at that point in time, mm-hmm. Facebook was putting um, job offers, like job postings on my newsfeed. Ah. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe you thought I was going to quit my job or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, they listened to everything I say. I must have been real miserable at the time. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, an investigator or a, a, a posting came up for a paranormal investigator. And I'm like, well, that sounds cool. I've been like doing a job this offer. For, yeah. I'm like, I've been doing this forever on my own because like my ex and I would go to, uh, let's see, we went to Salem one year. Uh, we went to a place called the Shanley hotel in, uh, New York. One of the only places that actually scared me. Uh. Um, let's see, we, the Shanley and then the Emerson by the sea, which is, uh, uh, up in Rockport, Massachusetts, you know, we would travel all over the place to go to these haunted places. And little did I know that literally 10 minutes from my house, there was a paranormal group wow. operating yeah. and, and investigating every week. So, well, you've heard, you've heard, did you hear Boobs Brewery before that, that they did ghost tours? No, and I had no idea. You just never picked up on that. No, yeah. Never picked up on it. Uh, my ex knew uh, because she participated in like the, uh, the Halloween, like the costume contest one year. Yeah. But I had no idea. But I'm not, a, I'm not like a, my, like a craft brewer or a microbrew type guy. Yeah. Living in Colorado, I got my fill of that where there's yeah. one on every corner. And yeah. So, but the uh, uh, going down there and meeting them and. So they saw the posting on Facebook. Yep. You responded to it. Yep. You go in there. Is it like a panel? Like it's like. It uh, was the owners. It was Missy and Jerry, the yeah. two owners. Um, and I actually interviewed with somebody else. And uh, her name is, is Mallory. She's the co host of the. Um, the live stream, which is going to turn into the podcast uh, that we do now, mm-hmm. and uh, she w- was interviewing with me. And you, yeah, I mean, you've known me for how many years? You mm-hmm. know, I, I talk like a duck's ass. You can't shut me up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you, I got in there and I started telling the stories from Amityville and from. Uh, so you Shanley. already went to Amityville at this point, yeah. like knocked on their door. Yeah, that so was like, while oh, I was in this college. Guy is, yeah, yeah, this guy's a walk on for sure. Yeah, I was in Amityville. Like I was telling stories from the, the Shanley and Amityville and. Um, all these other places. Did you have and a tie on? I, no, I didn't. I didn't. It, I had a black shirt on though. Like, you came I, dark. Of course I did. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> Dress and, up goth. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a, a couple, you know, just a, a battery of questions, you know, yeah. to try to weed out because you, you get a certain, like it, it attracts a certain kind of person, yeah. you know, yeah. and to have somebody that they, they enjoyed the fact that I was presenting myself professionally. Sure. As did Mallory, yeah. and uh, that I uh, was able to use the terms that I was already comfortable with the terms yeah. and, and comfortable with the uh, uh, the whole situation. Yeah. They invited us back for to you know to be members of the team for the first investigation the following weekend. Yeah, and um, that was it. And the funny part about my investigation or about my interview was. Like I was like, look, you know, nobody watches the first five episodes of American Idol for the the good singers. Everybody wants to know about the train wrecks. Yeah. So I ask, and 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 some of it was was uh, you know, it, again, it attracts a certain kind of person. Yes. And uh, to hear some of the stories of some of the applicants that they had, uh, and and I don't want to call anybody out. No, like, no, but, but I think like, we all kind of have a vision of. They come wearing accessories. And, yeah, thinking you're vampires. or yeah. yeah, they're just, you know, you guys were looking, or they were probably looking at them like this exorcist guy was looking at you guys. Right. It's yeah. just the next level down. Yeah. Yeah. But that's who he's probably dealt with, those people approaching him. So he's got right. this little, like, burnt edge to him probably. Yeah. Well, the exorcist actually had, he, like, had a standard, I could tell, he had a standard speech that he gave to groups like ours. Um, because he was he was looking for a Bible. Did he want to be there? I feel like he doesn't even want to be there to talk to you guys. I don't what think he wanted to be there to talk to my group. 
I think he more wanted to be there to. So the whole audience was you off. guys. No, 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 no. The whole, like in this for this first thirty minutes, the whole audience was us. For the his actual speech. Oh, you guys reserved the, the time just full. for yeah. you guys. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So the uh, but he had a he had a standard like speech he wanted to give us like a stay out of my stay out of my backyard type speech and he was looking for a particular Bible story and I went to St. Mary's. Yeah, growing up. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, uh, we we're both Catholics. I went. Yep. To, I went to St. Casmers. Yep. And yep. we had. Uh, that's why we're so messed up. Yeah, a particular <laughs> brand of screwed up I am. Yep. Uh, so the, he had a particular story and he was shocked. I was like, you know, when he finally got it and he read it, I was like, you could have just told me chapter and verse. I could have quoted it to you. Mm. He's like, I thought you were, I was like, it doesn't mean I didn't have the Bible rammed into my head for eight years yeah. growing up. I, I, I got kicked out of St. Mary's in seventh grade. But Good job, buddy. I did. Well, I called the nun a, uh, that's know. called an honorable discharge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had a, I had a problem with St. Mary's. Doesn't ha- it didn't help, you know, uh, my family had some issues. Was it the rulers getting smacked on the hand or no, no. the angry nuns? The angry nuns. Like, I couldn't stand yeah. the nun. Oh, my God. She was Sister Celine. She was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, they're angry. Yeah. There's some sweetheart ones, but, man, there's some angry ones. And Sister John, the one that, she's, that she replaced, was just the nicest, sweetest person yeah. ever. Actually, I, I have my second grade teacher on my Facebook. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Lynn Stachansky. She, yeah. Um, she's still teaching down in Virginia. Oh, well. Yeah. It's uh, always a teacher. Yeah. Well, I got to think you're good at 45 years old. That's probably 35 years ago. She was my teacher. Yeah. They're they're hard for teachers nowadays. They're all quitting. So hey, if you can stay teaching, she's the only person that'll go to work. Everybody else wants to stay home. Probably. I couldn't imagine being a teacher right now. No, thanks, man. But this, this was a great place. The Shanley here. The Shanley hotel. Where's this at? This is in Nackanuck, New York, New York, Nackanuck, New York, something like that. It's one of those crazy, uh, Native American names up in New York. Mm. But um, it's a it's in a town where there's nothing but uh, it's in a town where there's nothing but a Walmart. Oh it's, yeah, it's an old hunting town, and uh, so they just redid the hotel. Mm-hmm. And so let's see if I can. Uh, we stayed in the Rose Room, which was the only room with a uh, with a bathroom upstairs. The, the rest. I tell you what, you see these bathroom. pictures of these old kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're alive or dead. They, they used to take pictures of dead, dead people like ba- that. Yeah. Dead babies and dead kids and yeah. dead people. And, and you have to really look at them. I mean, they did a great job yeah. of making people look not dead. Yeah. yeah. Better than they do nowadays. I mean. Much, much better. Than yeah, they now. did a great job. Um, but okay. So you were, you stayed over here at this Yeah, hotel? we stayed overnight. Um, my, my ex and myself, we stayed over there, there overnight. And you st- we started out in the brothel. Because there's a brothel. Oh, there's a brothel. Yeah, area. if you look at that, the, the picture up there on the left with Is the this two all buildings. the workers of the brothel here. No, no, he, <laughs> the one, the picture above there, like that one right there, yeah. the, the building on the right hand side. There was a brothel. The, the upstairs was the brothel, and the downstairs was the gentlemen's quarters. And wow. So we started out in the. What brothel. year are they saying this all took place? Uh, remember? I don't remember. So okay. uh, Teddy Roosevelt time, because there's a there uh, not Teddy Roosevelt, um, uh, yeah Teddy Roosevelt, because Eleanor. There's an Eleanor room. So mm-hmm. uh, part you have to sign a waiver to stay there, and uh, no one under 16 is supposed to be allowed. Okay. And one part of the waiver is that you aren't allowed to make, like you've seen Wedding Crashers, right? Mm-hmm. So the, um, the, the part of Wedding Crashers where the grandmother's making the gay jokes about uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, or she calls her, a, uh, she, she's got some, some pretty harsh... Uh, jokes about <laughs> Eleanor Roosevelt being gay. Okay. Well, you can't make any jokes like that here because... Because Eleanor's there. Well, is that what they're saying? the Eleanor room is named after Eleanor Roosevelt because okay. Teddy, this is a hunting town, so Teddy used to go up there mm, hunting. Yeah. And then while he was in town hunting, Eleanor would come here and visit with Mrs. Shanley, who was one of her ah, friends. So they're afraid Mrs. Shanley right. would lose her mind. Would lose her mind. You know, you Flashlight start starts going jokes. off. Yeah. <laughs> well, She's going to make that mag light go turn on yeah. and off. <laughs> Well, we had, let's see, we started out in the, um, in the brothel and, uh, she, they put me in a bed, like in one of the rooms, in one of the, the girls' rooms. Okay. And so this is specifically for a ghost tour. Yeah. You stayed there. It's legit. You're, you're going on a ghost tour. They have like things that they do like, Hey, get in this bed. This is yeah. what you're going to do. So they have like things that they do with you. Yeah. Well, it's just like our, our investigation here at Oops. Yeah. So, uh, it was, believe ah, it, so they have a, like a chartered team. 
team that yeah. to go. Okay, I got yeah. you. Yeah, I believe it's Ghost Hunts USA is actually one of the big teams, and they do. Yeah, uh, they were doing it at the time. Yeah, and so they gave us. We had two mediums and all the equipment that we needed. Yeah, and so we went into the uh, the brothel and they put me on Annie's bed, and she's supposed to like men that sit on her bed. She's supposed to play with their hair. I'm like, well, you're shit oh, out of luck yeah. with me. Yeah, but um, you know, like touch them and stuff like that. And I wasn't hearing anything. And they had a spirit box out front, and they're trying to uh, th- communicate with her. And they're asking me like, do you have anything? Are you getting anything? I'm like, no, 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 no. And they finally they asked her like, Annie. Why aren't you touching David? Why aren't you interacting with David? Too old. No, uh, <laughs> I, I wish. They they were like through the spirit box. I kid you not. There was a guy periscoping it too, so it was, it was live. It's live streamed somewhere. But yeah. all you hear through the spirit box is, "He's an asshole." <laughs> and they ask again, what? and the same response comes a second time, and they're, they're, they're laughing and they're like, "Hey, a ghost just called you an asshole." I'm like, "Well, probably won't be the first time. Probably won't be the last. Let's just yeah. move on," you know. Uh, so that. Like that area there, you end up with the girls. The the security guy, his name was Frank. He was an African American uh, gentleman, and he was actually hung in the backyard. Oh, and it's God. a very sad story. Like oh, he was, God. him and Annie were in love. They yep. had a relationship. When the townspeople found out, they came for him, and he told her, so "You terrible. have to tell them that I assaulted you, or they're going to hang the both of us." Yeah. And so that she she ended up saying that, and then she lived you know with that guilt sure. for the rest of her life. Um, and so after that, then we went down into the gentleman's quarters and when we get down to the gentleman's quarters, uh, again, my ex fiance was with us. She was the only female on the tour and there were never any women allowed in the gentleman's quarters. So it got very confrontational in the gentleman, gentleman's quarters through the spirit box and the medium. And I had a, a, uh, what's the, a therm, we call it a thermal. It's a laser with a screen. Uh, thermostat, like a thermometer. Okay. And you can see like the, the hot spots. The hot spots, yeah. And uh, predator vision is what. Yeah, there you go. You know. And uh, firefighter choose to check yeah. hot spots, yeah. And one of the one of the wingback chairs had a heat anomaly because it was November. It was around my birthday. So I'm, I'm born around Halloween. So we were up there. It was cold. It was about 50 degrees in there. But like in one of the wingback chairs, there was a heat anomaly that was like 70 degrees. And I'm, I'm sitting on one of the beds, and I, I ask, you know, does anybody else see that? And someone from across the room was like, you mean the black thing in the chair? I'm like, yeah. Right. I'm like, okay. So at one point or another, keep getting some communication about the the, the basement through, um, through the spirit box. And suddenly this thing in the chair, whatever it was, you know, kind of looks like it stood up and moved out of the room. <laughs> Somebody across the room said, hey, did anybody see that? I was like, the black thing leave? I'm like, okay, at least I'm not the only <laughs> nut in the room. And they wanted to ask, you know, like, hey, do you... Now, this is you before f- you were part of this. Right, it's before, group, I'm part yeah. of, uh, before I'm part of the group. Yeah. And uh, they asked, you know, where do you want to go next? I'm like, let's go to the basement. So you go down to the basement, and the basement of this building is big, and it's where they actually stored... It was the only place in town that was big enough and cold enough, because you're obviously underground, mm-hmm. to store the bodies of the people that died... Um, throughout the winter, like mm-hmm. when the ground is too frozen solid to, to dig. That's where they would store the bodies. So there were always bodies in the Wait, basement. Why were there bodies there? Because they couldn't bury them. They had no way to bury them. because the, Like the, the village or the town? The town or the... didn't have any way to bury them because the ground was frozen. So they froze dead bodies so they, in they the put, basement? Yeah, they stored them in the basement. Wait a minute. So there's a basement with dead bodies. The next floor is the gentleman's quarters. Mm-hmm. And then the third floor is the brothel. Yeah, well, the base, it's the basement of the main hotel. And then you have the... the Oh, so that's it's yeah, okay. I got you though. Buildings. Yeah, but um, uh, the when the Spanish flu or when the the influenza pandemic in 1918 rolled yeah. through, they would only they would only keep like on normal. You'd maybe have four or five bodies down there, but when the pandemic rolled through in the early 1900s, they would have they said they had over 200 down there, just stacked like cordwood. You know, oh my God! And it became a very active place uh, for paranormal activity. They they would say, and uh, you know, it's there's supposed to be like there's legend has it that there's a portal down there to wherever, and they put a spirit box in that portal when we were down there. And like I'll tell you, I heard some screaming and yelling through it. That just that's part of what scared me. You know, and um, you know, it was the first time I was ever like had my jacket yeah this is the one you said that the only place that really scared you really scared me yeah and it it was going into that basement 
And then once we wow. once we <laughs> ended up down there, the, it ended. The basement adventure ended when the medium standing next to me projectile vomited across the room. I what? Like, I was like, okay, <laughs> I, I've reached the end of the internet. I'm going upstairs. What? Um, they don't have the basement on here. Thought they would. No. There's stairs. Maybe is that we'll go down to the basement? Maybe. No, those are the stairs up to the brothel. Oh. So There's the, the basement. All the right fun there. happens. Oh, look at that. So it's like a. No, 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 that, that, no, that's not, no. That's not the basement. That's from the Stanley. That's somewhere oh. else I've been, but that's in Estes Park, Colorado. That's the that's this the, one. Yeah, that's the uh, that's Inspired the hotel. That the Inspired Shining. the Shining. Yeah. Oh, you've been there too. Yeah, I was stationed out. No in wonder they hired person. you. This ghost group, dude. You've been all over the place. All over the place. Like you're yeah. legit. Well, you. It sounds like you were taking a very, um, just a different way of you're you're interested you're interested yeah. you're curious um and man i, I imagine you t- you take a very i don't want to say pragmatic view but you're trying to be logical about it like right. you're not trying to believe in something like you said you did intelligence for the military so you want to see evidence proof so you use these different gadgets mm-hmm. and and things did, now did you use before you met this group did you play with any of those gadgets like have your own personal i stuff didn't have my own personal with? stuff but i like Ghost Hunts USA provided all of the exact same. So you used the had. stuff before, yeah. you just didn't own it. Right. Now, do you own any your, yourself now? No, I show up at your house with a flashlight. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, get my mag light. I'm about to see if I have any um, ghosts in my house here. I like the simple stuff. Like the, uh, I, I like a candle Look down, down in the, um, uh, down in the, uh, the catacombs where mm-hmm. there's no airflow. Like setting up a candle because Watching obviously it. if you have a flame, you know, the flame will stand straight up, and it won't move unless something walks mm-hmm. by it or acts on it. Yeah, and if it's sitting in the middle of the table and nobody's moving, and all of a sudden it starts flickering, how are you explaining that? So that would be a poor man's way of having fun yeah. with seeing if there's a spirit in the room. So Matt, you had described the mag light, the mag light, yeah. um, candles. Is there anything else that sticks out that I'm trying to think of what we have on the table, uh, like? The K two meter, but that's that, that's a specific uh, item. That's the electromagnetic field meter. Yeah. So it's the one that would bounce up and down. Yeah. Um, and it was funny, like the K two was the one that was was the thing that was going off the most at our residential this week. Uh, we were interviewing the family, and the youngest daughter was there, and she kept getting scared because she's the one that's seeing what's what's going on, and she was watching as she was talking about her grandmother. You saw the she was freaking out the a little K2 bit. jump up, and, <laughs> and she was freaking out a bit. Yeah. Do they do they pay you to come there? Do you come there just we, because it's welcomed? Uh, we 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 don't ever charge, so for, it's for kind of fun. Anything. It's like a hobby kind of thing yeah. for you to do. Yeah, it's a uh, it's some of the I've been involved in residentials in the past, uh, personally, where not with the group, but I you you always I have a like a standard set of questions I ask when it comes to it. Um, you know, because you have to start, you know, again, I look for the, the rational first, you know, is there any health issues, life changes, uh, psychological issues, stuff like that stuff that we can explore before I go in with, you know, my flashlight, and my equipment and be like, look, you know, let, let me, let me look around. Um, and part of my, uh, you know, part of my questionnaire is, uh, you know, what's going on. Who's experiencing it? What's it? Fo- who's it focused on? And well, this is a good good question. So, someone calls you, they contact you, like, "Hey, I really want you guys to come out and mm-hmm. check this out." How long does it take you guys to kind of get together and decide a date? Does it take months, weeks? No. Uh, let's see. The the last one, I'm the field manager for the group, so I'm the guy that, that oh, schedules all that. It's a responsibility. Yeah. So the last one, it only took a couple of days. I, I started the interview process on Saturday. So you do initial contact, right? And then you ask specific questions to kind of weed out: is this like worth it or not worth mm-hmm. it, or you know, swamp gas, or is this right. like legit? So then once you decide, like, hey, I think this is a legit spot, um, it's safe. I don't feel like these people are going to murder us, right? <laughs> you probably have to vet that a little bit, a little bit. And then you you assemble your crew, right? Some people can come, some people can't, right? You put on your special uniforms. Yeah, well, I mean, we dress like the Ghostbusters, so. You dress like the no, Ghostbusters. So everybody just dresses how they want to. Yeah. You go in there. People are welcoming. What, is the, what does that look like at first? You sit down and talk to them, understand the story, and yeah, go from there? Depends on the situation. Like, you can run into, like, I've personally run into some manic situations where, where people are terrified. Now, I'm not walking in where it's, like, the movie Poltergeist, where they're putting the girl in the, in the you know, in the, 
in the football helmet and watching her slide <laughs> across the floor. But uh, you know, you end up getting these these really. You can tell these people are, ter- you know, at times yeah. these people are terrified yeah. because they don't know what's going on. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're there, you're obviously there to help. Yeah. And again, it depends on like the last one I walked into this past week uh, with the with the group. The family was well versed. They were articulate in, in what had happened and they were able to get it all out. And we walked around the house and interviewed the whole family and, you know, We've decided we're going back with the group to do an actual, you know, investigation, investigation. Um, but like, there have been points where I've walked in, and I, I can remember one that I did by my by myself, where it was I walked in and I'm like, okay, I, I got two questions for you, real quick, before I turn around and leave. I'm like, why do I smell blood, and why do I smell a heavy chemical smell? And they're like, what do you mean? And once you sit down and you start talking to them, you find out that, you know, we weren't supposed to know, but it was, um, uh, again, this is before I, I was with the group, but we weren't, they didn't want us to know that, um, they, they had been like conducting witchcraft in the basement with animal sacrifice. Who was? The people who called us. And they, what? they, they, yeah, they had you know witchcraft going on in the basement and then the heavy <laughs> chemical smell was because they were cooking drugs. And I'm like, okay, I'm not here to validate your bad decisions. I'm I'm leaving. Um, but so you went in there to just screen them. Yeah. We, we and then what there. you realized fast is like, oof, yeah, this is there's more going on here yeah. than. And, and then, then you called the exorcist to go. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a lead for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but at, at at anything like at at that point, you know, anything you've brought in that you've brought it upon yourself. Like you've brought this in. Okay. And you've welcomed something in. You know. So. Wow. Uh, yeah, and you have to be worried. Like, wait, they uh, told you they're cooking drugs, though. They just admitted it to you. Yeah, well, they, that that relatives before them had been doing it, or okay. you know, whatever excuse you want to use okay. at that point. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't really impressed with that one, and that was one of my first like actual residentials that I had. It's a Craigslist like, find to. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you guys advertising? <laughs> but the uh, you know like again this this family that we just had was very articulate. They were able to articulate everything that was going on and yeah. everything that. Um, that they had experienced and, you know, wait, am I getting my stories confused? So the articulate family, is this the, no, the articulate family, this is a different group. The recent one that I just went to the recent one. Yeah. The other other one with the witchcraft and stuff. That was a a long time ago. That's just a story you'd bring along. Yeah. Just both extremes, you know? Yeah. Okay. I got what you're saying. Uh, and it's much like the Amityville house. Like if you listen to the stories about the Amityville house, you know, you'll hear stories about George Lutz, the guy, the, the father that, that escaped after 28 days with the, with the family. But, um, like if you watch my Amityville horror, which is one of the sons in his biopic, um, and he, or his story it isn't, it isn't a movie. It, it, it's a documentary, but he, uh, he talks about George being involved in witchcraft and try and you know that he may have drawn something into that house that wasn't there before or opened them up to something mm-hmm. um the other thing and uh, a lot of people don't think about it and i do because i go to a lot of estate sales is you have to kind of be careful about like buying from community aid or like these thrift shops these antique shops because you don't know where the stuff is coming from um you haunted don't, shit yeah you don't know if you're getting something with an attachment to it like i just picked up a uh a monkey I just picked up a haunted monkey. From, <laughs> what? Uh, you know yeah. it's haunted? It was from Pottsville. How do you know it's haunted? Uh, the people that gave it up to the group, the gr- my group picked it up um, from them, and they had, like, they, they were having, I believe they were having problems seeing something in the house. And then it began affecting their animals. Like, their dog killed a bunch of the other animals in their house with no explanation, like, the dog was locked in a separate room and somehow he got into that room and got into a lock cage to get to the gerbils. And, you know, it was, it, it, it was, it was something, you know, they were having a lot of problems with it and they wanted to get rid of it. So mm-hmm. actually I can't think of his name, but the, the son-in-law of the Warrens, like I said, Ed and Lorraine Warren have, have both passed uh, and their son-in-law carries on like the, um, the paranormal side and keeps their muse- museum open. And he was going to come down and pick it up, but he never got down here to pick it up. So they're like, okay, you know, what are we going to do with this thing? I'm like, well, you know, I live by myself. I could use a roommate. You know? <laughs> so they gave it to me. So you have a haunted monkey. Yep. And they, and it's, uh, they, they didn't Did tell me about yet? the animal. No, 
They didn't tell me about the animals. So I have so many animals at my house. I don't want it affecting my animals. So I left it in the car and it, it lives in my office. Like it's in my, <laughs> in my office what? at work. Like every, everybody at work is, I'm like, look, oh, if you, there what it is. The hell? So you just put it on like a coworker's desk you don't like. It just sits at the. Oh, it's a creepy. It's the clanging cymbals yeah. monkey. Yeah. Like that's out of every horror film ever. Yeah, yeah. and it <laughs> and it sits on top of a cabinet and it looks down at me as I work. Did you get it for free? Yeah. You didn't have to buy it. No, I didn't have to buy it. Like they they wanted rid of it. Do your so. coworkers know you have a haunted monkey. They they're not real happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Do your coworkers know about your ghost hunting? Yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, we uh, I have a bunch of coworkers that are just as as, as into it. As I am, so it's uh, it's fun, yeah, yeah, it's a good time. Give you something to talk about at work. It does, it does. Like I brought a bunch of them up to show them, show them the monkey, and, and like I told them, I was like, "Listen, if you walk by and you hear the clang, 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 and I'm not here, yeah. you know, just just keep going, just act like you didn't." You uh, take the haunted monkey to one of your ghost hunts and have it interact in one of the rooms. I had it. We had it at the we did we did the 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 live stream this past weekend. That's when they gave it to me, so it was there oh, okay. this past weekend. Didn't do anything. It just sat behind. What's me. the name of your live stream? Uh, it's on the Jotniks. Uh, it's it's called <clears throat> Coffee Talk, and uh, it's uh, Coffee Talk with Jotniks Paranormal, and it's on. It was like middle aged women ch- like like joining, hoping to like hear about politics or what Kim Kardashian. You would is think doing you would with think Coffee Talk is the name, yeah, or you know somebody dressed like Mike Myers in drag, <laughs> uh, because he's the one that used to host it on Saturday Night Live, right? Like he was the one that. that uh, it was a Saturday Night Live skit. Like Coffee Talk was a Saturday Night Live. Coffee skit. Talk, yeah, I remember. Yeah. It, yeah, I remember Delicious Dish too. They did the radio program. Yeah. The two, I don't even know what they are. Like uh, middle aged women. Yep. Talking about weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's cool, man. So, um, do you have anything you want to plug? Do you have anything you want to see your group? Yep. We do, uh, we, like I said, we do the, the investigations, the public investigations. Uh, they're available. Uh, tickets and information on the public investigations are available on the Boobies Brewery uh, website. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our Jotniks Paranormal Facebook page. You can come join the Facebook page and uh, keep up with our adventures. I think we have a couple of of, uh, of other places that we're going to be going this year uh, and into next year. I think we're we're looking at getting uh, the oh gosh up in New York. It's another another two spots in New York that mm-hmm. we're going to go to. Um, and we had let's see the the, the website. You know, boobies. Do you guys have like a Twitter? Do you guys do? No, we don't. We, we don't have the Twitter. We don't have the uh, the uh, Instagram just yet. It's all yeah. getting started. Uh, so we've got some very motivated folks working on that. After we've we've built up a reputation, and with that, we're going to build on that to to build like the the social media aspect of it. Um, and the best thing about coming and getting and joining us at Boobies is that the money that's raised. Uh, you know that that Sam, the owner of Boobies, raises from his uh, ticket sales mm-hmm. goes to restoration for the the building. Oh, that's good. Everything is is one hundred percent transferred into restoration. Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't know if one hundred percent, but I know a good, a good portion, portion of it of goes it towards yeah. uh, specifically the restoration of the brewery and the hotel. Because it's a cool building. It's a nice old building. It is, and it's got a functioning hotel. There's there's rooms up on the top, up in the third floor of mm-hmm. the. Uh, uh, on the third floor of the hotel that actually rent out and uh there's there's the penthouse room is like two floors it's got a bank vault in it it's Mm -hmm. yeah it's a really cool we keep meaning to go back up um we just want to we're going to stay over sometime up there there's the catacombs that's the oh that's the bat room that's the i feel like i was in that room that was the catacomb room i was in for whatever event i did uh and you know short story one of my neighbors had an event there and uh, for his work, and he had his employees there, and you sign a thing. How rude do you want the actors to be? Right. There's like a okay, yeah. smut thing, and I guess like he didn't do it, but someone else filled it out, and they filled it out for like 10 out of 10, right. like naughtiness. Right. And I guess like HR was called the next day. It was just <laughs> complete madness. Uh, you know, there was there was a bare tit at one point. Like oh. it was just, they went really yeah, they, hardcore they went apparently. But um, it's not their fault. They checked the box, right? right they yeah. went full bore for a work thing. But it was like one of those, it reminds me of like The Office or something with like 
Michael Scott would like, yeah, yeah this will no, be fun. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's complete madness. Uh, great, man. So this is awesome. I really appreciate you doing this. I found it very interesting. I think other people out there find it interesting as well. Hopefully. Uh, you're always welcome back, yeah. man. Come check us other... out on our uh, our next live stream is going to be, I think, August 6th. I think that's Saturday. Uh, it's going to be the beginning of August. We're going to pump it up on the on, on the Facebook site. Okay. And, uh, you know. It's a live stream on Facebook, so Facebook Live. Uh, Facebook Live, yeah. Okay. And uh, so we're, we're going to do that. We'll introduce a couple of the uh, a couple of the other team members. The first one we did int- introduced a couple of team members, and we had a, a short paranormal discussion. Hopefully we're going to get a little bit more of the, uh, the paranormal into the next one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, try to get some some viewers built up that way when we go into the podcast area, mm-hmm. like start turning it into the podcast, we can come with kind of a preloaded audience for yep. ourselves. Yep. Super helpful. All right. Cool, man. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, man. Good time. Thanks for having me.